G'day guys, welcome back to another instalment of the Pelican Scoop. It is I, Lyle Swithenbank, your host. This, of course, is a hoop-ball.com presentation uh, at Hoopball Fantasy. If you want to follow Hoopball generally on Twitter, at Hoopball Tweets as well. If you want all the up-to-date news, of course, you can follow the show at Hoopball Pels. And, of course, if you want to shout out... Uh, to me on on Twitter and bail us up and chat about anything we talk about on the shows or pedals in general or what's life like in Australia, uh, you can hit me up at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. I think people have to pause the podcast and get a hold of all those letters because I speak a little bit quickly, but that's all part of it. So, as the title of the show may have, oh, I suppose, uh, foreshadowed. The Pels lost again. Uh, the road trip continues. Unfortunately, we couldn't build a streak. We had a streak of one against the Kings. Uh, it took a little bit longer for me to get this show out uh, because it was my birthday yesterday. So, uh, happy birthday to me. I decided to have a day off um, recording this podcast a little bit late at night on the 21st uh, of January, my my time um, after celebrating my grand's birthday, so shout out to my grand as well. Uh, but I couldn't stay away. I knew the Pels were about to play the Jazz again, so I thought we'd uh, we'd recap this one and I suppose cast our uh, eyes off to the upcoming game against the Jazz again, so we get to face them straight away. Now we'll jump into the game. There were some real highlights, and I think the one big highlight was Zion Williamson, who had a another 30-point game, 32 points uh, on the night with five rebounds, three assists, and a steal. And it was well, shooting a 14 of 19 as well, 73% from the field, um, and only two turnovers. The bloke was massive for the Pels, and the only reason we were really competitive throughout the night uh, at any time was because he was working his tail off. And don't forget, this is against um, Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year, as well as... Um, oh, I don't know if he has one. Uh, I think he's won one. Um, or Defensive Beast, the Stifle Tower, and uh, Bogdanovich, who is a stretch four, which makes it very difficult for Zion because it means he stays away from the paint when he's... Um, well, he probably gets dragged away from the paint a bit more. But uh, he did well, defended well, I thought. Um, I think... The game overall was difficult to watch purely because the Jazz are one of the best three-point, if not the best three-point shooting team in the league. And that has been a real problem with us because we can't defend the three and we can't answer back with our own. Um, As soon as they started dropping, which was pretty much the whole night, um, we were in a bit of trouble. We couldn't chase them off the three-point line. We tried to implement a zone, which didn't work. We overhelped on... uh, defensive closeouts on the on the three-point line, and all of that was just obvious stuff, but it did not look um, like we were prepared at all to face three-point shooters, which we've been doing it the whole time, uh, all year, everyone shoots three-pointers, uh, three so I'm not really sure what happened there, um, but unfortunately, we got towed up for the Jazz Big plays from Donovan Mitchell, of course. He had 28 points. Rudy Gobert, 13 and 18 rebounds. Makes it very difficult to get them when the bloke's 7'2". So he uh, he really did 
dominate. And, I mean, towards the end, we started playing small, and it made uh, Rudy Gobert pretty much obsolete uh, because we dragged him right out, and Zion was playing the five, which we've tried. And that seemed to answer the um, the call again. But true to Pelican's form, uh, the third quarter was the downfall where they got absolutely freaking smashed. Um, so first quarter, 24 to 29, Utah are up, not bad. Stick with them, 25 to 26 in the second quarter. Start dragging that uh, that back. And then uh, the third quarter, we scored 20 points. They scored 36. And then in the last quarter, we won 33 to 27. But the issue is, you let this team get out, and there were periods where we dra- we got really close. Uh, we got back to 12 at one point, and then Jordan Clarkson splashed a three from miles away. But I think if we have a look at the uh, the team comparison stats, it was pretty telling. Um, you know, the Jazz shot 50% on the night overall. We shot 45, 23% from three, which was six of 26. Um whereas they had 47 shots on the night from three and uh, hit 21 of them, 44%, which is an absolute killer. Um, Neither of us shot particularly well from the free throw line, 10 of 15 and 11 of 17, respectively. They had 28 assists, we only had 17. Rebounding, they smashed us, which is, I think this is the first time it's happened this year, 54 to 38, um, and just got absolutely crushed. Killed us in blocks. We were better in steals, turnovers. We only had eight turnovers, which usually we get eight turnovers. We're going to blow teams out of the water, but the problem was is that it was all well and good not to turn the ball over, but we didn't capitalise on their turnovers. You know, they had 14 on the night, points off turnovers. We got 22 off theirs. They had nine, so that's for once it's gone our favour or gone in our way. But you need to chase these people off the three. Three is more than two, and they absolutely decimated us from out there. Um, honestly, 21 made three-pointers. What's that work out at? 60-odd points from the three? Yeah, what's 63? 63 points from outside. That is absolutely telling, you know, whereas we end up with a, yeah, you know, doing my mental arithmetic... Six times through, we had 18. So do that maths. You know, you get absolutely smashed from outside and you just can't answer. And, you know, Brandon Ingram after the game was like, oh, we need to shoot more threes. Well, it's all well and good to shoot more threes, but you've got to hit them. Six of 21. No wonder you, you went away from doing that because you, you, they weren't dropping. It's um, It was really difficult to watch. You know, Lonzo came back after his first, uh, well, what, three games off, I think he had. He was... Average had seven points, four assists, three steals, shot three of ten, zero of six from outside, and missed one of his free throws. Um, wasn't impressive, especially when you've been getting a fair bit from Nikhil. You know, he played 30 minutes, but nine and five, didn't do much. Had um, only hit one of six as well from from free throw uh, from three point line. There's some real issues with this. Um, you know, we were yarning about. Spacing and the like, you go, Stephen Adams is really good for that. He is, but you still need to be able to shoot the three. You know, Josh Hart is the the king of the halfway down three-point line or three-point shot. You know, he hits the corner three and it spins and it spins and it bounces out. Jeez, he's just got to hit those. It makes him such a bigger threat if that goes down. But, you know, that's, I suppose that's how the, the game went. Um, 
I don't know what was going on with the zone. I don't um I don't understand it at all why um we went that way. I don't think it helped at all. If anything, it just exposed us even more and they hit even more threes. Will they try to implement again against the, the Jazz coming up? I, I don't know, probably. But I think Antonio Daniels summed it up perfectly in the telecast where he said, you need to play to your strengths and exploit their weaknesses. Well, chase them off the three-point line and make them score inside. If it means that Rudy Gobert gets 30 points off Dunks, well, he gets 30, but no one else gets any threes, or you get half the amount of threes, well, you win that game. You absolutely win that game. And you put hard defense on Gobert, he goes to water anyway. He's not hes not a tough guy. You know, you've got big Stephen Adams there. Put a bit of body on him. No dramas. But there really was this thing like, oh, they won't hit the next one. No, they will hit the next one because we're giving them wide open corner threes. And the inability to defend that, we've seen it every game, this wide open corner three. It is the most analytically sound shot in the game. Everyone's going to take it because it's closer than the top of the three-point line. It's basically a mid-range shot. You have no backboard to distract you. You're aiming at the ring and you get three points for it. So the Jazz are going to absolutely murder you from out there. And they did. Inglis, oh, Ingles was good. You know, Bogdanovich, Mitchell, they're all laughing at you because they're just splashing threes, laughing and carrying on. Jordan Clarkson murdered us from out there. Three-pointers. All right, let's have a look. Three-pointers made. Royce O'Neal had two. Mitchell, four. Bogdanovich, three. Conley, one. Clarkson, four. Ingles, five. Five of six, he shot. Georges Niang hit two. Everyone was lighting them up. The only one that didn't attempt a three out was Gobert, and I think he was probably thinking about it. Well, why not? You know, it's very frustrating to watch them bash their head against the wall doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different result. The fact that Kyra Lewis Jr. is meant to be the future of this franchise as a point guard, didn't play until garbage time, I think is a travesty. Um, I get there's only so many minutes to go around. Well, if you only want to play nine men, well, I think you might need to be a bit more flexible and, and get him in there because he is the only patient guard who actually has the ability to go fast, go slow, and make the extra pass. And it was obvious that no one else was up to the task. You know, Bledsoe was crap. He would play so badly. Lonzo might as well not have been out there. It was like he was still injured. Brandon Ingram was dismal. He needs to step up because minus 18 on the night, you can't be having that. It was... um. It was really upsetting. He had 17 points, but took him 18 shots. And there were periods where he just looked like... He looked tired. And, you know, AD again in the um, in the broadcast said, you want to get into your offense early. And you want to be able to just catch it on the two dribbles and shoot it. You don't want to have to dribble for 20 seconds and get yourself tired. Because that's what it does. It wears you down. So it makes it a tougher contested shot. The defender's done his job because you're sitting there gassed before you even get to shoot it. It was pretty frustrating. But, like I tweeted, I don't think all is lost. I honestly don't. You know, I think we could beat this team. It's a very beatable team. You have a look at the, um, you know, they're, what, 10-4 and four on the season. But they were nowhere convincing. You take that three-point away, what do they do? Just fold. That's what I'd be doing. Don't over-help on them on the three-point line. 
but just put a hand in their face. Make them shoot over you. And if they want to drive past you, well, go straight up and let them do that because two is better than three. And as long as you're not like a defensive sieve and just let them run past Matador style, then that's okay. Contest the, the shot at the basket, but make them earn it. Not these open carry-on threes. And I'm going to pull my hair out again tomorrow if they do the same thing um, and hope for a different result because this is a very beatable team. But it can't just be up to Zion, 20-year-old Zion, to drop 30 every game to try to drag us across the line. We need help from everyone. It's got to be the other guys. And it's got to be B.I. stepping up. It, um, it was tough. You know, you get lit up by Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles. You... You know, big fan of Joe Ingles, Aussie. But, um, yeah, it is a, uh, it was a frustrating situation, but that's okay. It's all right. It's only one game. Um. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'll have a look on Twitter and I see all these different comments and conjecture about what we should do with, with the team. And I mean, we're, we're five and eight. You know, what's that? 13 games into the season. Of a 72-game season, we're 13 games in. And we want to blow the team up. The only blowing up that I'd be doing is if I can go and get a genuine superstar. And the only one out there at the moment is Bradley Beal. And if you're not going to go out and get him, then you just ride the waves. We're going to have up games. We're going to have down games. And I know I carry on a bit and get upset, but that's because you're passionate about your team. You want them to succeed. And you can see the talent there. And it's frustrating when they don't. But... Again, I think we need to taper expectations that this team has only just been put together. Zion, like we said, we've said a few times, he's the longest tenured player on the team. It says a lot. The guys haven't been together very long. They haven't had much of a training camp, haven't had much of a chance to catch their breath and train together. It's um, it's difficult. Stan Van Gundy said he's going to try some different things. Well, let's see him do that, and um, and hopefully we can... We can at least be competitive with this team because I think we could beat them. I honestly do. I tipped them. I tipped the Pels. Um, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they pull this one out because now they've seen them. They know how to how to adjust and and what went wrong. You know, you lost by sixteen, but it was the third quarter that cost you this. That was it. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, but um, it'll be interesting nonetheless. I'm looking forward to seeing the guys run out again and hopefully. Redeem themselves. It'd be good to steal one on the road, especially against the Jazz. They're a good side. So, before I jump into my key takeaways, of course, thank you to mybookie.ag, good friends of Hoopball, and of course, manscaped.com. Hoopball20 is the code. When you use that at checkout, you will get 20% off and free shipping. So, make sure you go and do that and um, yeah, enjoy course, the Fantasy Pass is on at the moment. Now that the uh, draft is over and the season is on, you're not locked in for six months. You're only, you can cancel at any time. Um, you can do it month by month. It costs you five bucks. You'll get access to everything. There's a whole heap of tools and um, 
dynasty stuff, what Discord group, you can get in there and yarn onto all of the uh, hoopball pros at any time. Uh, we're all pretty active on there, chatting away and answering fantasy questions or team questions or whatever information you want to hear or just chat. You know, I'll do a Q&A about Australia if people are interested in that. Um, no, we don't ride kangaroos in the West Coast, probably over East, but not here. <laughs> um, but yeah, go and check that out, hoop-ball.com. There's a lot going on. Now, we'll jump into my key takeaways. Number one, B.I. needs to step up. It's his team. We know it's his team. Zion is still Robin at this stage. He will no doubt be the face of the franchise at some point. But right now, B.I. is your all-star, and he needs to play like he is. Um, And that means the team needs to help him out. You can't just say, all right, B.I., just do something. Poke him with a stick, hoping he'll, he'll make a shot. Help him. Move off the ball for him. If it means that he passes and gets an assist, well, that's awesome. Let him do that. But we need to step up and the other guys need to help. Uh, number two, Zion is an absolute superstar, no doubt. You know, I get down on B.I. because I know he's an absolute gun. Uh, Zion is phenomenal. We need to give him the ball as many times as possible and let him do what he wants. He looked angry and he was excited to go to the ring. You, you, you could see it. You could see him go there um, and dunk it. It was, oh, he's so good. He's so good and he's 20 years old. We are blessed to see this guy rise up the charts in the uh, in the NBA world. He is an absolute gun. Uh, and number three, the guards need to sort themselves out. I don't know what's going on there. The pink eye seems to have cleared up for Eric Bledsoe, so he needs to work out what he's doing. He, um, he's got something going on there. Lonzo, if you're not right, don't come back. I know you saw your minutes evaporate right before your eyes when Kyra and uh, Nikhil were playing really well but mate you've you've just got to you've got to lift you really do you've got to step up and and earn your spot because you're a gun when you want to be and um, when you don't want to be you just oh so off you don't need to step back three I'm sick of that shot that's crap move off the ball hit corner threes love that Um, yeah so the guards just need to step up JJ he's going to hit a couple But we need to work for him as well. You need to give him some space. We need to make sure he gets some easy shots just to get his eye in. You can't just expect him to splash these sideways, floating, horizontal three-pointers that sometimes go in, but more often than not, don't. Um, That's going to be something that we really need to work on. Making it your threes. Go and practice. All we should be practicing is just hitting threes. We know we can do layups. Just hit threes. Practice, practice, practice. But it'll come. It'll be all right. Now... Preview for the Jazz game they're on tomorrow. It's another national game. Well, it's on ESPN here, so I assume it's a national game uh, over there in the US. We need to chase them off the three-point line. We need to make sure that if they hit a three, that that's the only three that that bloke's going to hit all night. Let him get his layups, because two is better than three. And if you want to foul a bloke, put him on the ground. Or foul him hard. Don't let him go up for a shot. None of this three-point play stuff. Hard fouls. They won't go back in there if, you, if you're fouling them. Go hard at Rudy Gobert. Make him be the one to beat you. Don't let them get you from outside. Rudy Gobert can dunk the ball, and he can lay up the ball, and that's it. He's a massive monster, 
but he only operates in the paint. He's not going to splash trees on you. Make him be the one to beat you. Exploit him as the defensive player that he is. He had 13 points against you and 18 rebounds. It's because he's tall. He didn't kill you on the offensive end. Let him be the one to beat you. Donovan Mitchell is the one to stop. Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, Inglis and Bogdanovich in the corner. They're the guys you need to stop. It'll be all right, but stop those three-pointers. It's a killer. It is an absolute killer. But otherwise, I think that's uh, it's pretty good. I'll keep it short and sharp for tonight because I'm recording a little bit late. We've got some guests coming up. I recorded an interview a little while ago with a guy from the NBL, Mr. Lucas Walker, who's an absolute champion. I might put that on here um, and do some editing on it and, um, and put it up and see if you guys want to talk about that. He played with Diddley Lazada um, in his first year at the Sydney Kings, so he, we got a little bit on there about that. Um, otherwise, just the life of an NBL player. If you want to hear a little bit about the Australian League, where uh, Lamelo Ball and uh, RJ Hampton, Diddy Lazard is still playing. Bryce Cotton's out there. Um, Jay Sean Tate, who's now at the Houston Rockets, uh, was out there. Will Weaver's assistant coach at the Rockets. All that fun stuff. Of course, Will Magne on our team was a uh, Brisbane Bullet until he signed his two-way deal. So we'll talk about that a little bit and. Um, might get that up and we've got another special guest I've just got to line up a time to interview but we haven't had a guest for a while so I thought we'd get some fun ones guys I'll leave you with that look after yourselves Uh, congratulations to President Biden for getting sworn in Um, and Kamala Harris of course the Vice President Uh, phenomenal stuff seeing that happen and um, obviously look after yourselves stay safe mask up you know you've got a lot going on in New Orleans at the moment um Enjoy the time, but uh, just let's try to beat this bloody virus because I want to come back over there and watch some NBA. And I know everyone else that probably bought season tickets wants to go and do that as well. So anyway, of course, I'm Lyle Swithenbank at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At Hoopball Pills is the show. This is the Pelican Scoop. Look after yourselves and bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.